It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. I am Corey, and joined with me is my good friend Hello. Christian. And welcome to the second episode we of made the it powerful Nerdcast. Can you believe it? Episode two. I thought you wouldn't show up, Corey, but uh, you did, and we're here. And. Hello, everyone on the internet. We are uh, ready to do our podcast number two, the powerful Nerdcast. A few updates about the podcast. I have placed an order with a graphic designer that he's going to make us an intro, kind of like we have on Super Kami Guru, mm-hmm. our YouTube channel. And uh, we're also going to have like a graphic outro. And I actually have a company I started that I want to do podcasts for other people called Powerful Podcast. Kind of goes with the whole theme, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to get that logo animated too. So we have some awesome stuff. We're trying to take the production value up a little more and maybe we'll even get an intro song or something. Yeah. Something like that. All Just to good jazz podcasts it up a little more. have intro music that is catchy. Yeah. It'll trick you guys some. into thinking that we're actually professionals. Yeah. Like we don't just, uh, have some little dinky cameras. Actually we have good stuff. Yeah. It's taking a long time, but we got some good stuff, but yeah, Corey. So today we did about like how many videos? Like four. We, you made four videos. And, I made two. Uh, uh, we did it in like record time. We're getting a lot better at that. Yeah, like let's walk someone through our production. So we'll show up at like eight o'clock on a Thursday, and or Corey will show up at seven thirty. Oh, Corey's going to call me out this morning. Beginning of the, the or episode. you'll show up thirty minutes late. Wherever it's my place. <laughs> we, we we have a general plan of trying to get up uh, at a pretty decent hour. We you talk, know. you know, late at night when we should probably be sleeping if we're going to be on time, mm-hmm. and then we decide, oh, we're going to be there exceptionally early, and then we don't. Uh, mostly me. And anyway, Corey. So besides calling me out, we walk in at like eight o'clock yeah, we, right on the dot. <laughs> we walk in. Uh, we, we usually uh, uh, usually we get our uh, shit together. We try to wake up a little bit and then uh, we reread through each of the mangas that we're going to review because usually Thursdays start with manga. Uh-huh. Uh, today was One Piece and Bleach and, you know, Bleach, you know, usually you just sort of casually read that because that's usually my show. But with One Piece, we like to go through the whole thing, maybe mm-hmm. take down some notes, maybe try to say maybe this is the most important thing to bring up. Maybe we don't have to bring up the fact that Princess Mancherry is pissing us off this week <laughs> and uh then we just sort of uh run through it uh we try to sometimes come up with like joke ideas or that was maybe something, something we want to yeah definitely the jokes are something we almost got away from that because we haven't been doing that that much anymore. no we really i'd actually like to get back to that but yeah it's like, just we're, we're in such a jokes. we're just in such a race with so many people to get our reviews out. Yeah, it's like, oh, do you want to spend the time to, like, maybe film an extra scene or or do something funny? Or do you want to, like, get to this part and then we'll pause and you'll say your stupid line? It's, it's amazing what but two, I mixed, an extra two I had hours one today. do. I had one today. I had Neji. Neji may be good at figuring out tests, but let's see how, how good he is at uh, stopping a spike going through his chest. <laughs> Which isn't even that good, but, you know, it was in there. Yeah, it's sad Props. to say that today, Props out of trying. all the, the things that we took a look at, uh, Naruto Shippuden was probably the, the least entertaining. And that should be the one that I should be looking forward to the most because it's like new material. And they're not really nah, doing good. too much with it. Nah. But who knows? This tuning exam thing is just starting. But uh, 
so yeah, we go through our manga reviews, uh, and then we uh, watch Naruto Shippuden because uh, now that Christian is watching it with me, we get to watch the whole show together. Yep. It's awesome. Today we skipped the intro, which I think is a cardinal sin. But uh, uh, you know, if you've seen it once, you've seen it. You've seen it a thousand times, Corey. The, the, look, it's not like we're watching Tokyo Ghoul where we can just easily skip the intro. This is Naruto Shippuden we're talking about, which has an uply, uplifting song and a lot of badass imagery. I really like seeing that stuff. It gets me pumped up. I mean, yes, I, it does get you in the mood, uh, and especially when you're going from math test to math test you kind of need that i'm sorry i really fucked up on that one yeah <laughs> but uh, in any case you then know you do we, tokyo ghoul i guess yeah. that's our new thursday uh, thing that's another new show yeah yep. just started up second season tokyo ghoul we watch that um usually i just sort of go for it on those reviews again it's kind of the same thing everybody's in direct competition with each other go, go, who's go. gonna get their review out first and uh that really does uh make a difference in term of uh views but uh still I still like to try and mention all the important stuff, and then that's pretty much it for the end of Thursday, really. I mean, we're doing our little podcast recording right now, uh, but then later on I have Gundam Reikongista NG, the uh, the newest, most boring of all the new Gundam anime series. But you still, you'd never drop a series, though, would you, Corey? Like, oh. You would never, like, drop doing a series, <laughs> no matter loved, how boring I it is. I love your segue yeah. uh, into the next segment. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and officially announce it now. Um and you know what? I'll be blunt. I'm going to drop the uh, the Rolling Girls anime series. <gasps> uh, I know all five people in the room just freaked out. Damn it! Um, <laughs> really, I'm just. It's one of the few shows of the week where now, whenever I have to watch it and review it, it feels like work to me. And when it has to start doing that, I don't really enjoy it. And I'm just not getting enjoyment out of it. The the views are not really too big. There aren't a lot of people commenting. Uh, my advice is, if you like the show, continue to watch it and enjoy it. Go watch someone else's reviews. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure. There's, so you're still going to watch it though, casually. I'm, uh, very casually, but not like in the oh, there's a new Rolling Girls today. Oh, I have to watch it right now. I might watch the next episode a month from now. It's just. I'm going to take the time. I would, I would skip and just watch all the action episodes once the series is done. Probably. Maybe they already used all their action in the first two that's, episodes. That's what I've been doing with, uh, what's that other series, Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah, Nanatsu no Taizai, which... Exactly, uh, that's what I was about to say. You know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I really wish they would just call it the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm about nine episodes into that right now. I just watched all the fight on fights on YouTube, and that was good enough. So you're, you're probably ahead of me. Oh, really? There's point. more stuff out? Oh, yeah. I've seen some dudes fight. I won't yeah. describe them. Yeah, don't. Uh, I'm actually uh, the arc I'm about to start is, uh, I believe, like a small little tournament arc. Like the main characters just arrived in this town. There's now uh, a few different members of their group. Uh-huh. There's uh, the main character, uh, Meliodas, mm-hmm. who has the uh, the badass sword, which is actually not a sword at all, which uh, can only deflect attacks, which I think is actually a really cool gimmick. Um, they have the big giant girl, Diane. Yes. She's now a member of the group. There's also uh, Ben or Bon, who is my favorite member, who looks like a crossbreed of uh, Grimjow from Bleach and Frankie from One Piece. Oh, yeah, um, he does. He's like That's the immortal guy. Like, he can't die. And uh, then we have King, who is this guy who has the ability to fly, and he also has this ability to make himself look younger again. So, uh, and those are like the core characters you see in the intro of the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I imagine for like the first major arc or arcs of the series, the, this is like the group we're going to have. Yeah, it, it seems like an interesting show, but uh, I just don't have the time. So, I just skipped all the fights, and it was good. You know, I, I don't it. watch it when it comes out. I watch it on uh, usually on Fridays. That's when I have anime night. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, like I said, we're nine episodes into that, which uh, I'm really enjoying it. First, when we first started watching it, uh, usually we only watch like one episode of something and mm-hmm. then we move to the next show and we watch a ton of different shows. Because well, we, each show is like 22 minutes. It's hard. 
You can't. Exactly. But we started getting into uh, Seven Deadly Sins so much that we're like, okay, we need to make room for one more. So now we do two a week of uh, Seven Deadly Sins. And we're almost caught up uh, with the broadcast. And I will say this. Rolling Girls might be going away, but Seven Deadly Sins might be taking its place. I'm enjoying it that much. When I catch up to the series, I might just continue to follow it. I really hope it doesn't pull a a Kame Got Kill on us, though, where, you know, it doesn't adapt the entire series. Um. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you, but I just think it's got some of the best animation of uh, this season. Is it this season that it came out? I believe no, it started in uh, 2014, oh, okay. late 2014. It's going on into 2015. Um, it does. I like the style of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of similar. Some of the character designs kind of remind me of One Piece, but then some of them kind of remind me of Full Metal. And actually, it's kind of like a, a composite. To me, that's, that's kind a good of, way it's, to it's put like it. One Piece full metal. Yeah. Um, with uh, with just a splash, and I mean just a tiny splash tiny, of fairy tale. Teeny tiny. And uh, the good parts of fairy tale, not all the bad parts. No, and there are a few of those. Yeah, there are certainly a few of those. I don't know. Like, I I don't really want to get into it too much and bash. I'm not tr- bashing the people that like fairy tale. Mm-mm. I just find fairy tale so repetitive and so predictable. Where it doesn't matter what happens because whoever's the last person is going to end up defeating the bad guy. Unless this, this last arc, you know, was pretty good, actually. I mm-hmm. will admit towards the end it got pretty good because all, the, I, all the things came back and I can't, I can't explain it. I can't explain it because I'm scared of spoiler. Actually, spoiler alert. One, two, three. Here it comes. Now you're still listening. <laughs> anyway, so the, like all the dragons come back and stuff and they all help fight. And there's some evil dragons. Okay, cool. l- last I remember in this series. I'm so vaguely describing um, it, but I still had to say spoiler alert. Because I heard that, uh, and maybe I'm spoiling spoiler alert, I heard that Na- uh, Natsu, that's uh-huh. the main character's name, yep. um, he found like his old dragon buddy. He was inside him. He was within everyone. You know, all the dragons came out of their people that they're that they trained with. They're inside of them. They're inside of them. So is that one like metal dragon guy? Like, I don't remember if he had one in him. I just know Natsu had his dragon come out and then it was all sad because this big evil dragon ended up killing his dragon. So him and Natsu never really got a chance to talk. They just got to battle together and share the moment. Now, you see, this sounds interesting. This sounds really cool. It's really pretty, too. Like the the execution. It's just competitive. It's not competitive. Repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. It's just, We've seen it before. Yeah. It's just that was the, the feeling level. I got when I was watching Fairy Tale. I I like forced myself to try to like it and really. You really get into told it. yourself you liked it for a while there too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. There were certain things I did like did about. You buy it. some. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bought I bought some. like the first 50 episodes on Blu-ray and DVD, and I rewatched them all again. I was just like, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm, I'm not feeling it. Like I don't have a. I don't want. think if you like Fairy Tale, you're stupid or anything. I want to put. No. That no, no. 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 I don't. I don't want to put down the fans at all. You know, I mean, uh, we don't really like slice of life shows. We don't like a lot of things like that. We just like mm -hmm. stuff with a good story and usually executed with action. You know, and and everybody thinks that we love fairy tale Uh, because that gets suggested to us all the time. That and now uh, negative Toriko got suggested again today. So, uh, I mean, that was another one. Toriko completely disappointed me because uh, I love the anime version, actually, at least the first part of the series. Um, it's another one of those unfortunate cases where it gets towards the end and they get close to the manga version yeah. and they have to come up with their own original ending. They don't just stop. Which, that's such a buzzkill for me. Like, I really don't like that at all. There's only been so many anime series that I've watched that, like, don't follow the manga version mm-hmm. that I'm, like, kind of really into. Like, I do like the original Full Metal Alchemist, despite the fact that it's completely different. It goes off on, does its own thing. I love the movie. And uh, even right now, I'm watching the uh, movie Tokyo. has one of the most artistic openings ever. I think it's the uh, mm-hmm. the um, that like music and they're all going down that uh, they're on like that horse and buggy. And it's, oh, like, and the gypsies and the everything? gypsies. Yeah. That's the term I was looking for. The gypsies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like one of the coolest looking things. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that always drew me into that movie. 
And it was a good, complete package movie, I think, yeah, overall. And, and it wrapped up uh, a lot of the important parts from that storyline, which, yeah. again, were different from the manga version, which is really hard to do. And uh, even a show that I'm watching right now, Tokyo Ghoul Route A, um, mm-hmm. apparently it's not following the manga, but I wouldn't know. I don't read the manga version, and it doesn't seem like it's like – it doesn't seem forced, like it's trying to deviate too much. It seems natural, Yeah, which uh, I think is a credit to its writing. Uh, the action today really wasn't all that crazy, but it was still a pretty exciting. Episode. I like that show. I watch it sometimes when you're here and you review it, uh, mm-hmm. but it doesn't do much for me either for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I it's mean, I like the atmosphere. The tentacle know? attacking people. <laughs> the tentacle people. Parasite's probably one of my favorites that you're doing Parasite's right now. the shit, man. Yeah, that one's Parasite's good. really good. It's Parasite's one of those uh, that's going to go down as classic. Um, but uh, l- let's let's try and get away from anime. Okay, um, let's talk about know, some other things. Because we talk about anime all the time. Every day. Um, let's talk about some movie news because there's been a lot of big stuff in the last week. Um, obviously, I think the biggest thing has been the brand new trailer for the Fantastic Four. More like Fantastic Boar, am I right? Uh, uh, they're, going for, uh, they're going for a dark tone, which I'm not sure how I feel about I that. I don't like that at all with a Fantastic Four. I don't Four. get it, and... I don't know. Here's the thing. Fantastic Four is boring to me. Mm-hmm. They're cool in the comic they, books. They were not a part of your childhood. Like, what, what's your history with Fantastic Four? I just, the TV show was boring. Their powers are stupid. And I'm sorry I'm being so brutal. The last two movies, were there two movies or just one movie? Uh, believe it or not, there were two. There were two. Yeah. Silver Surfer. That was yeah. the second one. Everybody forgot about that one. Yeah. And for good reason. Uh, but the, the movies weren't that great. Jessica Biel was hot back then. We all agree about Alba. that. Alba. Alba, not Beale. Yeah. Jessica Beale's still hot, too, though. Yes, yes. They're all, all the Jessicas. But Jessica Alba is just, like, perpetually just, like, so hot. Yes. So it's annoying was, how hot she is. She's confusing. You get next to her, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. Exactly. So, yeah. So she was good in the movie, and uh, but I just think the Fantastic Four is only cool in the comic books, the modern comics, because they're mm-hmm. kind of cool. Like, the invisible girl will, like, go and explode someone's head or, like, something <laughs> intense, you know? And That's what makes her power so cheap. Like, is she invisible? Is she psychic? She's everything, you know, she's she can, the Jean Grey she, of that team. Yeah, she just got her invisible clouds. She can push onto people. I don't know how you describe her powers either. Uh, and the Human Torch is cool, and I'm glad he's Captain America now. He's way better as a humble actor instead of a douchebag actor. Like no <laughs> one connects those two. Uh, isn't that crazy? That, that is really crazy when I think about it because he is you such know. a better better Captain America because he's like humble and a, you believe him. But as the Human Torch, you're like. I don't care. It's hard to believe that it's actually been, I think, about a decade Whoa. since Fantastic Four came out. And that's when Chris Evans played that character. And, you know, he's had a chance to mature since then. And mm-hmm. uh, I still don't think he's the best actor of the Avengers, but I still think he plays Captain America like really well. Who's the best? You just going to say Robert Downey Jr. just to say it? No, um, I'm going to say Samuel L. Jackson okay. just for cool points. Well, he wins just because he is Samuel L. Jackson. No, honestly, I think the best actor is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, if you like flat, boring performances, Corey. <laughs> I love ScarJo in those movies, man. Uh, I don't know. She, I, she, I'd actually she think plays Robert Downey Jr. is one of the best. I'm just going to be honest. He's definitely the funniest. Yeah. He's definitely up there. Um, but let, let, let's get back to the, uh, the Fab Four, um, yeah, ladies okay, and gentlemen. So the fabulous so, uh, Four. Yeah. This is a brand new movie. It has uh, no connection to the previous films. It's a reboot, which is really popular nowadays. I'm actually really surprised that they're already doing this. 
Um, but this first trailer came out. It pretty much reveals almost nothing about the movie. It's basically just a lot of shots of the team when they're going on their mission to this uh, dimension, which I believe is called the Negative Zone. Gonna... It's a uh, very popular place in the Marvel Universe, which is uh, inhabited by a lot of powerful beings, monsters, and radiation waves, which is going to transform them into the Fantastic Four themselves. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just... I don't know, like, I don't care enough about the Fantastic Four, and this trailer made it seem like it's trying to be way too serious and Dark Dark Knight-like, and uh, I just, I don't know. The the thing doesn't have pants on, and it's just, it's strange. Did you see that in the trailer? No, I didn't. That didn't catch. Towards the very end of the trailer. I barely understood. I'm looking at it as we speak. In the final shot, you get, like, your very first shot of the team. And they're kind of wearing their uniforms, but not really. I don't even think they're going to get them, or even if in this universe. Maybe they're going to go the X-Men route, where they're just like, eh, those look too silly. Just give them, you know, Some leather. Matrix jumpsuits. <laughs> you know, that'll work. Um, but, Some uh, leather. Yeah, but the final shot, you see them all standing there, and the thing is, at the very end, and frankly, I like the look of him. I think he looks big and bulky and craggy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's just, he's got no pants on. That's weird. And then they are... Uh, are we going to see, like... Like thing junk? No, no, we're not going to see rock balls. Like we're not going <laughs> to big orange rocky balls. Are we not going to see those in this movie? Because they should totally so. be dangling right there, and they're not. <laughs> Go get some pants. He'll get it together. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is the uh, human torch is cast by a black gentleman, which is interesting. And I actually thought that, like, uh, to be honest, I didn't really care because I don't barely care about the Fantastic Four to begin with. But I do think it's interesting because you know traditionally they are for white people. Well, the only reason, you know, it's it's not even the race issue for uh-huh. me. The thing that's going to be annoying race is Corey? because no. <laughs> uh the thing that's uh interesting is uh in the Fantastic Four universe, uh Johnny Storm, who is the Human Torch, his sister is Sue Storm, mm-hmm. who is the Invisible Woman. They're a brother and sister team. So now just the fact that you have uh two race brother and sister in this movie, they're going to have to go out of their way to explain that. They were adopted. And you know, Annie, they're going to have Annie to bring... was at the Adorphanage. Adorf- uh, but do we need that story? Like, what does that add to the mythos of the Fantastic Four? Does it show that, I guess, maybe they're all not related and yet they still are they a family together. no matter what? I don't know. There you but go. But that's the you point of the it. Thing's character. He's, you know, like, I, I don't know, just... I don't think it's going to be bad. You know, I think the actor's going to do a competent job, and I think they're going to make it work. They're just going to have to address the fact that, uh, you know, Sue might have an adopted brother or vice versa. Yeah, there's something going on there, but uh, again, I don't really care. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. To me, as long as it works, it works, but mm-hmm. uh, I do think the Human Torch is the most badass of all the uh, Fantastic Four. I'd so, say the Thing gets that. Well, he's just the most biggest powerhouse, but I think the mm-hmm. uh, Human Torch is the most terrifying. Without a doubt, though, Thing and Human Torch are the most interesting members of that group. Yeah. Like, I don't give a crap about Mr. Fantastic. And especially if they... Mr. Fantastic, I don't like him so much, he almost ruined Luffy for me. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like whenever I'm describing that. One Piece to someone, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, his power is like, he's like all stretchy and stuff. Like, kind of like Mr. Fantastic. The minute they hear that, they're like, oh, I'm out. No, I don't care about Luffy. Because he made stretching powers lame. Luffy made stretching powers freaking awesome. awesome. Yeah, they should, uh, Luffy should train Mr. Fantastic. Throw like, uh, you know, all that shit, just punching everyone. I think Mr. Fantastic just needs to <laughs> retire. Just retire altogether. Get out of there. And, you know, Jack and that's. and uh you know really that's it you know the whole trailer doesn't really reveal anything it's just them going to this dimension and possibly going through their transformation they haven't even like story the movie basically yeah and, and that's another thing i hate about these uh these superhero reboots and stuff 
like, how many times do we have to see the origins of these characters? As many times as they reboot it. The Fantastic Four have been around since the 1960s. Do we really need to explain everything in that much detail? Yes. I hate that. One more time. That's why I really, you know, that's why I'm kind of afraid with for the whole. With great power um, comes great responsibility. Fuck, ugh. we already used that. We got to come up with a new way to say it. I know. <laughs> it's so annoying. They have to, like, dress that up in the new movie, the new Spider-Man. And, and it's even worse. No, because... that's not the line. That's like if they get his costume wrong, you know. <laughs> and, and that's another thing um, with the uh, the new coming uh, Batman and uh, Superman movie. Uh-huh. Like one of my biggest fears about that movie is them trying to take it too seriously, just like this whole Fantastic Four thing. Like uh, that I want movie, them to, I want them to have fun with this stuff. That that's DC, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so DC, like literally, if that movie isn't good, they're so screwed, and Marvel wins. So that movie has to be good. I'm very much expecting Marvel's that already winning though. Well, they're already winning, especially with but their DC phase three even wants movies. to be in the fight. They've mm-hmm. got to make that movie awesome. And it, I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but it better fucking make $100 million this first weekend or mm-hmm. else it's in trouble. And again, this kind of goes with the whole Fantastic Four thing. Um, you know, this is another origin story in this upcoming Batman Superman. I don't want a huge chunk of this movie devoted to Batman's backstory. Who does not know Batman's backstory at this point? Um, it is a part of pop culture at this point. There is no need to get into it. Yeah, like we should just know that Batman exists in this universe, and that's all they need to do. What goes down an alley and has holes in it? My parents? No, a bowling <laughs> ball. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's awful. Yeah, all the jokes about Batman are about his dead parents. That's really unfair. Yeah, um, that's all there is because he's a doesn't. There's no other weaknesses. It's not like he has kryptonite or some shit. You know? No, but uh, it, it is good that they got this trailer out because this movie's coming out real soon. It's coming out in August, which. I completely forgot about this. Like, mm. I honestly thought that this movie was canceled originally. I thought that they were getting it started. Yeah, I about it too. They announced the cast. People were pissed when they announced the cast. And I thought that's what, you know, sort of buried this movie. The fact that it's this far in production, we already got a trailer. We already got CG stuff for the thing. It's it's farther along than we thought, and uh, they're really going to have to market the hell out of it because it has got some amazing competition this year. Not to say that it's coming out at the same time as Star Wars, but it's coming out in the same year as that, Avengers, Ant-Man, all these other big movies. It's going to be crazy. It's going to get buried. That's my prediction. Yeah. Unless it is just literally, I don't see it coming. It's the best thing since fucking sliced bread. There's no way it's doing good this now, year. Now, it does have There's some no good way. people behind it, though. Like, uh, apparently the people who worked on X-Men Days of Future Past are going to be working on this. And I Damn honestly it. think Days That's of Future good. Past was probably <laughs> the second best X-Men movie. Um, I'd say the first one. What was the other one before that? Uh, the uh, the movie? Yeah. Uh, the one that came before. Oh, my God. There's so many X-Men movies. I think it was the actually a Wolverine. prequel one. What's the first prequel uh, one? First Class. First Class, yeah. I thought was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe no, to me it's the best X Men. I think it's the third best X Men movie. Third best? Yeah. What's What's your first? X Two. X Two is really good. That was yeah. my second. I, I just I can't get over how much I, I think, remember it. Whenever I think of the X Men movies, first thing that pops into my head is Nightcrawler in the White House. That is a great scene, but there's just too many British people in X Men First Class, so <laughs> they win. It, you know, I, I get, I guess that. Um, you know, but the X Men's got a whole new uh, fresh franchise starting up with X Men Apocalypse, which it's is not a fresh in, uh, franchise. They just smash a whole bunch of everyone in this one now. Well, it's actually it's got a new young cast. Oh, to, to play all the oh, uh, the young okay. like uh, Cyclops and uh, Jean really, Grey. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're bringing all of them in. And, I heard uh, the Game of Thrones chick was going to play um, Phoenix. Which but, which Game of Thrones chick? The redheaded one that uh, okay. got married. To I think they, I think if they ever do the Phoenix storyline again, it needs to be like 
the tenth sequel. They need to build <laughs> like, it up. Or like back got it up. Because that's such a story that was not done justice in X-Men The Last Stand. It's, like it's so much strong. more epic. It's supposed to involve like galactic travel and stuff and all types the Phoenix, of crazy. The Phoenix Force itself is supposed to be one of the most powerful beings or forces in the universe. I mean, hell, the old X-Men cartoon did it way better justice in the movie. I've never seen it do. back then, but I'm sure it was. Oh, good. I love the X-Men cartoon so much. Really? Oh, couldn't get enough of it. I still love the intro. I still pray that someone's going to have the balls to try and like remix that theme and put it in a movie. I think that would be fantastic. Um, but uh, let, let's get away from superheroes and let's get away to uh, remakes again of Ooh. classic 80s comedies. Uh, this one Beverly Hills in Cop? particular is – excuse me? No. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Corey. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> this one is going to be the reboot of the Ghostbusters. Oh, yes. The uh, – never mind. I – I thought I was going to have a sexist joke there, but I backed off. <laughs> it's it's that's that's the hot button with this brand new Ghostbusters movie. I don't get it. OK, let's 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 back up or zoom out and tell the audience what we're talking about. The new Ghostbusters film is being cast by all women. Yes, it's going to be an all female cast, some of which are really famous. They'll probably make the secretary a dude, though. You know, that is an interesting <laughs> thing I didn't even think about. Yeah, that would Who be is funny. going to play the replacement for the character of Janine? They don't call it a secretary anymore. They call it an assistant. Oh, gosh. See, you're making me already <laughs> hate this movie by saying things like that. Now, I, I'm, you know, uh, we, it's been we pushing talked, some buttons. It's been yeah. pushing some buttons. Now, we talked a little bit before this. You're not the biggest Ghostbusters fan. I like it. Mm-hmm. I just don't obsess over it. I don't mm-hmm. preach the word of the Ghostbusters. You don't you know. preach the GB? No. I don't oh, man. I don't care about crossing beams all day long. Um, dude, in Slimer we trust, man. Like <laughs> Ghostbusters for me as a kid was like one of the big things. Like there was Ninja Turtles, there was Ghostbusters, there was G.I. Joe. Like, did you ever used to watch like the uh the Ghostbusters cartoon? Vaguely. Vaguely. I sort of remember that. Okay, like it's I just, more about SWAT cats. Oh, God, dude, don't say that right now. Don't open up a, a whole new discussion right now. Let's get okay. back to Ghostbusters and okay. we'll get back Keep to Slawcats. Um, Ghostbusters, like, as a kid, like, that was the thing and it was a sacred movie. And the genius of the original Ghostbusters movie is that anybody can watch it. A kid can watch it and they'll like it for all of the ghosts and the scary effects and the cool weapons that the Ghostbusters <laughs> use. Adults are going to love the humor, which, when you're a kid, sails over your head. Yeah, you when you're really an adult... It. That is one of the most sharp, well-written comedies I've ever seen, and the team they had for it and the writers they had for it were perfect. And now, flash forward to 2015, Harold Ramis is dead. One of the key Ghostbusters is gone. He's no longer with us. He is a ghost himself, if you will. Yes. And now that pretty much buries any chance of a new Ghostbusters happening, except for this reboot, which has the balls. (laughs) Not really, actually, because it's an all-female cast. It has cast. the ovaries. It has the ovaries! <laughs> <laughs> to call itself simply Ghostbusters, doesn't even change the logo, even has the same catchphrase, who you gonna call? Well, here's the thing, Corey. Besides you being a sexist pig, you know, I think that the real <laughs> issue here is... No, I'm kidding, man. I'm just fucking with you. But the uh, the real thing is it doesn't bother me because I'm not a super big Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters fan, mm-hmm. uh, rather, but... Whatever. Maybe it's good because The Hangover was really good. The first Hangover is a pretty good movie. It's a funny movie. But what's that other movie that came out that was all girls? Um, the Bachelorette Party? or uh, the, uh, Bridesmaids? Bridesmaids. Which I believe one of the actors here is from Bridesmaids. Is from that. I think it's Kristen Wiig. I haven't seen Bridesmaids, but a lot of people have told me Bridesmaids is just as good as Hangover. Okay. Um, I'm, that, I'm willing to accept what you're saying. But was so, The Hangover and Bridesmaids a remake of anything that was classic? 
No. So that. you got me there. Yeah. What I'm saying is they can do it, though. I'm saying it could be – here's the thing. They have to nail the atmosphere, but that was the 80s in New York, and New York is very different now. That's the thing. They're never going to capture that old-school atmosphere again. Like it's you different. said, it's an, it's an 80s movie. You know, it's, there's certain things about it which cannot be yeah, – New York is which, different now. Which cannot be replicated. New York back then was a really dangerous place, and uh, they talk about it a lot in length in the movie. One of the subplots of the second Ghostbusters movie is about how shitty – Everyone acts in New York. Their anger is actually what's fueling the the, the main monster of that movie. And the other thing is uh, uh, New York now is kind of like – I've been there once uh, for about a week. And New York is kind of like a police state now. It's very different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's cops everywhere. Yeah. This and- You got to realize this is post 9-11 Ghostbusters sequel. All female cast. It's just – you know, the, the atmosphere or – there has to be in New York. But – Maybe that's not a huge focus of this movie when they remake it. And I'm sure they're funny. I mean, chicks are funny. I mean, these these ladies are funny. You know, I'm you sure have Kristen Wiig, who, like you said, uh, Bridesmaids. Yes. Uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. You have uh, Melissa McCarthy from The Heat and Tammy, which was a super popular movie last year. I know the my heat. mom would not shut up about it. The Heat. The Heat. I gotta look that up. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have uh, Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live in uh, Top 5, and Kate McKinnon, of course, also from Saturday Night Live and Life Partners. Group of funny women. It really depends on the writing and what the story is going to be about, but they're already saying they want this story to be a little scarier than the original. Sandra Bullock and this other chick. Bridesmaids. <laughs> this chick was in Bridesmaids, too. Mm-hmm. There's two Bridesmaids chicks. Yeah. There. So I told you Bridesmaids was yeah. good, though, Corey. I'm just I, letting you know. I'll... I'll I haven't seen it, though. I'll take your word for it. But, uh, you know, there it is. It's Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Coming out July 22nd, 2016. They are making it. This is happening. And, uh, you know, even if I don't like it, I'm not looking forward to it. I'll be there day one. Corey is just here's the thing about Corey. You're a traditionalist. You say no one fucks with the way it used to be. And with all these remakes, it upsets you. I mean, we're in the age of the reboot and it's you know, an easy buck and, and it's it sickens me because like a year and a half ago I was, I was hanging out with my friend ben and we were talking about like all these new remakes and stuff i'm like there's like a few movies from the 80s that like if they ever remake them, <laughs> like i don't even want to like live on this planet anymore and two of them have already been done which ones robocop oh and that now ghostbusters so someone told me the new robocop was good and i was like look it was okay as a film but it was not RoboCop. RoboCop doesn't wake up as a human in a robot suit. That's not what RoboCop is. RoboCop is about a dude that got turned into a robot that rediscovers his humanity. Okay. And along the way, solves some crimes and figures out who the bad guys are and mm-hmm. shoots them out of windows and then they become puppets. That's what the original RoboCop Throw in a little bit of social commentary. Yes, a lot of social commentary. And Samuel L. Jackson did a good job on that. It was different, but he mm-hmm. did a good job. That actually is social commentary character of Samuel L. Jackson was probably one of the best parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. And I really thought the idea – I'm really into science fiction and uh, uh, like robot shit. So like the uh, prosthetic limbs that they were coming up with. Did you ever see it? There's this guy that was playing a guitar. I, I, I a, saw bits and pieces of it. I never saw it all the way through. Yeah, so that technology really interests me because they're doing a lot of stuff uh, with like re, remapping nerves to like prosthetic limbs and stuff. Like that's, that's they got coming. real serious with that in that movie too. Yeah, they got like there are whole scenes where it's like just his head and just like all his body parts like hanging out. It was him and his lungs. Yeah, that's it. That was all that's left. Which I thought that was a pretty cool effect. That was something that the original RoboCop did not do. Yes, but the original RoboCop was not. Again, the original RoboCop was about a robot dude that had to rediscover his humanity, not mm-hmm. that got woken up and had to deal with his wife hanging around, scaring him the whole thing and 
I don't know. His wife being around the whole time really the family being too. alive was a real big problem for me. Well, they because were alive it didn't the allow ones, you but to they focus. Left. Well, it didn't allow you to focus solely on RoboCop's development and like his character. It was it became like a re- reclaiming his family film. You know, it was boring when he was solving crimes too. To say the least, yeah. yeah, and that shouldn't be boring. That should be one of the most fun parts of RoboCop is just seeing him drive around the city, bust into a convenience store, and just, like, destroy everybody. Yeah, like, that's what kind of – oh, my God. It's just it wasn't very good. It was RoboCop. Okay, what's the next movie? All right, now, both of those movies have already been remade. There's one more on the chopping block. What was the, the first one? one? You said RoboCop? We had a RoboCop. We now have Ghostbusters, okay, which that's... is officially coming out. Yes. Two epic 80s movies. The next one is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. Star Wars. Back to the Future. Oh. They're doing it. They're not doing it. They haven't announced it yet. I pray that I die <laughs> before they announce it. Or it doesn't happen in my lifetime. I just don't want to ever have to deal with that movie remake. I just it, – it hurts me too much that two of my favorite movies have already been tarnished. And the reason it bothers me, I Let understand. Let us know, Corey. Let us know. I understand. Don't watch the movie. No. One of my biggest pet peeves – I was talking to a friend two years ago. We were talking about old horror movies. Friday the 13th pops up. Have you seen Friday the 13th? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a, I don't know. I didn't really dig it. You know, it just seemed kind of old school. It seemed like it was just sort of doing what all the old horror movies was. And uh, I saw it in theaters like a year ago. And I just didn't, and I was like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you saw it in a theater? I'm, I'm talking about Friday the 13th, 1981. It's like, no, oh, no, no. I, I thought you were talking about the 2009. This is a fucking pain <laughs> in the bitch. I hate this stuff. Hey, like, have you seen King Kong? Yeah, all of them. But I'm a bad example. I've yeah. seen them all. It, you're supposed to play along here. Okay. Yeah, I saw the one Peter Jackson made in between Lord of the Rings films. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about the one from 1976 with Jeff Bridges. The Yes, I've seen that one too. No, no, fuck you, asshole. I'm talking about the one from 1933. Yeah, I saw the that. original King Kong. I saw the uh, robot chicken version, yes. Yeah, there we go. That's the point. <laughs> I hate this stuff. Have you seen Rambo? Yeah, actually, I love Rambo First Blood. I can't even play along on that one. No, I'm talking about Rambo. Uh, oh, yes, when he goes to Vietnam and saves See, everyone. that's the problem with movie titles. Yes. They're, <laughs> they're remaking them and they're rehashing them, and it's making it confusing for fucking everybody. Rambo First Blood is really good. Go watch that. Everyone. Rambo First Blood is good. It's really good. The whole franchise really fucking got weird after that. They're like, we're going to change this into an it's action movie. It sort of movie. devolved into like, you know, just like uh, old school of, 80s action movies. It's like, just give him a machine gun and make him run through caves and shoot everyone. Mm-hmm. It kind of got stupid. But yeah, Rambo First Blood is really good social commentary. And probably, I, you know, a lot of people like to say that uh, Rocky was Stallone's best movie. I think that First Blood was. First personally. Blood's his best movie. You know, and yeah. it's still not even a masterpiece. You know, I still kind of consider it more of an action movie. But uh, I will admit that I think he uh, did his best acting in that movie, especially in the final scene. Yeah, the final scene is really powerful. Down. Yeah, it's a very yeah. good movie. Spoiler alert. Too mm-hmm. late. Too late. Yeah. Uh, then the other thing is um, I have like a design here from what I hope are new – intro is for this show mm-hmm. and it's like two nerdy glasses i'll like hold this up for a second if you guys can even see that i doubt you can see that Corey, can you see that i can see it yeah it's it's, it's a pair of uh yeah so glasses. i'm gonna have like the powerful nerd cast like the powerful written on the top and then nerd cast on the bottom and that's kind oh, of oh yeah because all about. nerds wear glasses right yep that's right i uh don't have contacts it's gotten to the point in my life though Corey. like i should really have glasses for when i drive at night when's the last time you saw the optometrist like once a year, but they always tell me my uh, my fucking left eye is worse than my right eye. But 
it like helps to cover my left eye when I drive sometimes at night. Weird. Because my left eye is weak. It's a, it's a little bitch. You fucking compensate your eyeballs. So you always see clear, but like, I'm like a dude that's been fighting glasses and contacts for just a touch too long. Probably this is incriminating. I'm going to get in an accident and someone's going to look this podcast up and say, he can't see. That person has no freaking life. Yeah, fuck you, That's whoever the type you of person are. that drives back to pizza and complains there weren't enough pepperonis on their pizza. And I'm going to get the tip back. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah, those, those D-bags. <laughs> D-bags. So, uh, yeah, what else, Corey? Hit them hit with some, some something. Hit you with something else? Yeah. Why do I always got to come up with the topic? You don't. Huh? But I'm, Here, let's I'm, talk a little bit about uh, how good the podcast was doing last week because a lot of people – uh, left ooh, suggestions yes, yes, uh, for us. And uh, I think that's really awesome. I like that you guys were getting involved and uh, talking to us because clearly this show doesn't really have much of a structure. We mostly just sort of run with it. Um, but uh, I it's do like one the long fact- take and I like it like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but uh, I do like the fact um, that people want us to sort of try and divide up sections, maybe do like a news section, which uh, I guess that's kind of what the movie thing was all about. But uh, news, we could uh, we could do um Talk about political issues like uh... <laughs> <laughs> the, the minute you said politics, I'm like, oh, this is about to go oh, down. Oh, right, yeah. We talk about the uh, uh, what are those two countries battling in the Middle East? <laughs> Dude, no, stop. <laughs> we are not talking politics. I'm not getting into any of this right no, now. No, we're not talking politics. Fuck no, politics. Just, no, thank you. The world's screwed. Don't vote anymore. Good luck. We'll see you in a few years. <laughs> Um, but, uh, one of the things is people want to see us, uh, do our old interviews again with other, uh, like with other, uh, YouTube personalities. What which... we have to do is figure out a way to, uh, record Skype at the same time when we're doing all this mm-hmm. and then we'll just Skype people in or Google hangouts. Yeah, I would love in. to have people just on the show with us just rambling. But, uh, I have a few, uh, technical things I got to figure out because where would we put the screen? We'd put it over there. And film us watching the TV. I don't know. That's like a, where where we put the. Uh, I guess I could flip the monitor around. Anyway, these are all things we can discuss not on the podcast. Yeah, but the point is, yes, we could do that. We could do that mm-hmm. again. Why not? Hey, here's the thing: if you guys are watching this and you have a YouTube channel, and you're uh, uh, in the nicest way, semi-successful with it, hit us up, and you can be on this podcast, and we'll hang out and chit chat about anything. Open invitation to anyone. Uh, what's something else, Corey? They uh, they they also said. Um, uh, just overall, I got a very positive vibe from this podcast mm-hmm. from everyone. And uh, I definitely want to say thank you. And it immediately got over a thousand quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's got a lot of uh, thumbs up, which yes. let's try and uh, get more this time. What was a, uh, what are we at now on the last video? Uh, like 58 million, 58 million. Okay. We need 68,000 guys. <laughs> Boy, our math is really off. It's there. Um, no, we uh, just, it, it did really good. I think we got a little over, uh, 160. 160 is ups, a damn good up Which is score. good for us. And so. there was like one down, which is amazing, which uh, means a lot of people are enjoying it. And, uh, you know, we don't even really have a plan yet for these things. This is probably want, way less structured than the first episode. I don't want a plan. I just want to hang out and people can are invited to come hang out with us. That's basically what this is. I also really do want to get guests on here. We might focus on the guest. That's the other thing. If we have a guest on. Kind of have to talk about the guests because mm-hmm. that's why people come on here. Like, I'm talking about physically in this room with us. Mm. Um, if someone comes here and does this, we probably got to talk about what they're up to mm-hmm. just to be nice. Right. I think right. that's fair. Uh, and I mean, people wanted to congratulate you on your brand new movie, uh, American Sniper. Oh, well, they can suck my D. 
No, no, no. Okay, so here's I was talking the thing. to my parents the other day. They enjoyed it too. Oh God. Okay, so here's the thing. I am blessed to look kind of, sort of like Bradley Cooper, and that is a thing that is borderline haunting my existence in this world right now. But it's fun. It's fun because people come up to you, random people. It's like a great conversation starter. Hey, do you know who you look like? And I'm like, Bradley Cooper. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, and we just sit there. And then, you know, real conversation starts. But that happens. Corey, how many times does that happen while I've been around you? Oh, so many times, dude. We ever go to a convention and every time we do an interview with someone, we get stopped. And one of the last things they always say, by the way, has anybody by ever told way. you? And then you <laughs> usually finish the sentence for them. Bradley Cooper. Uh, even the people on our page, you know, everybody comments on that. You know, everybody. Co- Bradley hug. Cooper's in the review. Exactly. They're like, you're uh, the American sniper. You're Rocket Raccoon. I'll uh, take Rocket Raccoon. I know we be part of that propaganda piece <laughs> but it, but it's awesome you know you, but like you said you should be really flattered uh know, it to, is a good uh, to thing. look like a, a well-established actor who's had no problems in the media who's got a really great career ahead of him and uh you know it's great you know i always say as soon as uh bradley cooper fucks up i'm so much in trouble you know like my existence <laughs> is awesome now like i'm in the the minute they find his child porn yeah i'm so in his basement, it's over i'm like damn it Child pornographer. That's what I look like now. But like I said, soak it in, man. Enjoy it. It's good flattery because I remember like a year ago we got a comment that just made me rear out laughing because it's like my two favorite reviewers, Bradley Cooper and Phil Collins. (laughs) (laughs) So soak it up, my friend. Yes. I mean, yeah, but Phil Collins could sing, you know, if that helps. I mean, Phil Collins is a rebel. Yeah. You know, he's, he's wearing shoes. He's wearing sneakers with a jacket. That guy's insane. Oh, my God. He made some good music, you yeah. know. You know, look look kind of weird. Oh, I like the Phil, man. I'm oh. down with the Phil. You know, I like '80s music though. Something else I really like, uh, you guys. Thank you for all the thumbs up and stuff. Like you write the the powerful nerdcast, we come right up. You know, so you guys have helped our search hmm. search stuff. And also, we are really really trying to uh, put um, our stuff on YouTube, not on YouTube, mm-hmm. on iTunes rather. And something that we're definitely going to do is put up the audio version of this. Corey and I are actually going to study up on how to do that after this podcast mm-hmm. today. So expect that to happen. But we also need uh, our logo ready. We need a few things because you can't throw up a blank podcast. And there's just certain things that iTunes wants to know that we don't have yet. But it is something we definitely want to do. And other thing, when we get on iTunes, thank you for keeping up with me, guys. I know I'm rambling. Uh, we need you guys to rate and comment about the podcast and all you need is an iTunes account to do that. So when it goes up, we will send our masses towards iTunes because it's definitely important because during the first few weeks you're on iTunes, you go into the new and noteworthy section and we want to be in the top places of the new and noteworthy section because that's when the most people see you on iTunes. So we know we can at least send a thousand people there. And if we get a thousand people bump, you know, on our ratings and stuff, it'll really help us out when we start. So please keep that in mind and, you know, get your thumbs up, clicking fingers ready because we'll tell you when we need it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys for my rant. Yeah. Christian, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's right. That's me. You can find us on iTunes. I was trying to show you this awesome video earlier of, you know, this big gigapixel thing of space and it zooming in and And it just wouldn't load wouldn't load and then you weren't into it and it made me sad because i like space and shit and Corey could care less sometimes you're you're all into that that crazy mystical shit whenever uh i feel like like i was born 200 years too early i'm never gonna go into space man and then i mean mean, not with that attitude i'm like what do you want me to use practice jumping you know 
Yeah, I mean, space. that's a start. Yeah, that is a start. At least then I wouldn't have to say that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like space, and uh, I don't know, Corey and I, that's a funny topic. We actually have very different interests in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you were very much a, a person of the world. Yes. Um, something that I think is uh, the reason I think we do work well as uh, good friends and uh, you know partners on this podcast and what we do on Super Commie is uh, that you are an extreme extrovert. In some and ways. I am an extreme introvert. Whereas, you know, I have like my core group of friends that I hang out with and then you have like everyone, hundreds I, of people that you interact with at a time. And that drains me. Oh, it drains like, me too. Like whenever we go to like conventions and stuff and we're talking to people all day, that's why at the end of the day, like I just crash. I'm just like, my, I'm mentally exhausted. <laughs> I'm like mentally wound up. Like I'm yeah. like, Boo! but like, I mean, I you, you have the ability that. to communicate with anybody. It's coming and, handy. and that is an interesting gift. It is an interesting gift. I can't mm-hmm. spell or write to save my life. I'm very dyslexic. And that's not like me just saying, oh, I have a hard time spelling. So I make up that I'm dyslexic. I'm like mm-hmm. seriously effing dyslexic. But, you know, being good with people and being a Bradley Cooper lookalike has come in handy in life. Yeah. It doesn't suck. You know, it, it's like an A plus in certain areas of my life. And uh, but you're much better socially than I am in certain ways. Or you're better at talking on these videos like you just sit down and you can just talking to a camera is nothing. I guess that's true. Once you get over the fear of it, it's not that yeah. hard. It yeah. really isn't. I mean, it was scary at first. It was real scary. Something uh, I just saw online is the that just came out on this website is the Flight of the Concords are doing a reunion tour. Really? I, it's business time, Corey. When did they break up? Well, I don't think they've really done anything together since like 2009 because uh, um, they all started doing stuff, you know, like what Bob's Burgers you know, the guy voices uh, on Bob. Bob's he voices Burgers. the daughter. Yeah, which is the sexually confused daughter. My favorite <laughs> character on Bob's Burgers. And uh, anyway, they're all doing their own thing. Mm. I guess that was the, the point. I just think it's funny that they're doing a reunion tour after they've only been broken up for like a couple of years. Four years? <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. That, that's pretty cool, though. I, I want to see them. That's like one of those bands. Like, I've always wanted to see Weird Al Yankovic in. I almost went to uh what is that place called in georgia that's not six flags or whitewater it's like american adventures you remember god, that? god i used to see that advertised oh on TV all yeah the okay time. so like american adventures had a weird al yankovic <laughs> concert and i almost went i wanted to go so bad when was this i don't know like 2008 oh no, wow. no, two, no no um maybe like when we were in high school so maybe like 2004 what type of show would Weird Al give? Like to I see him? Like, I just want to see him jump out with the uh, an accordion and just start going at it. And I want to see that in person. <laughs> he can legitimately play the hell out of the accordion too. Yeah, I, I want to see him. Really cool. I want all the Michael Jackson things. You know, I'm fat. Eat it. I want it all. I Amish mean, I, I would like to see Weird Al. The only thing is, it's just like, how is he going to be able to capture the energy of those videos? I mean, you he's know, especially a- the classic ones. That's true. All the costume changes. Like, I really hope that he does give on one hell of a show because, you know, uh, comedy shows are really tough, especially when it's musical comedy. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's just him playing his songs. You know, that's all I want to see. see him <laughs> d- run around and dance. I mean, it's like, you know, the uh, Tenacious D, you know, the shows that they used to do like years ago whenever they went on tour were so over the top. And now Tenacious like, D just sort of lip syncs along with their songs on stage. I've mm-hmm. heard like. So I, I haven't, uh, I, I saw them once, not at one of their shows. It was, I think it was called big day out. It was yeah. like years ago. They were one of the bands that came in. They were like the only joke band. It was really funny, but uh, a friend of mine went to their show and they have pictures and video of it. And it's just like the stage 
just looks like an ench- it looks like the enchanted forest yeah with big mushrooms from, uh, the pick of destiny yeah with the, yeah. The, the mushrooms and stuff and then people in costume all the time so they give off uh, a really good show but i think uh the days of tenacious d are probably over yeah well you know? uh jack black's not the young buck he used to be you and that's know? fine he can just don't be a serious actor just go do other things with mm-hmm. your time just go do other things. Speaking of big names, uh, I recently got a chance to interview Fallout Boy because I work for some of the local radio stations in town. And that was kind of fun. I mean, you know, baby, we're going down swinging. I think I remember that song of Fallout Boy back in the, the distant year of 2005. Yeah, they were they were big back then. And I guess they're big now. They just released a new album. And uh, whenever a band releases a new album, usually it comes through the radio circuit here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am there. I'm the Atlanta videographer for uh, all of the big radio stations, all of them owned by one of the companies. I won't get into all the details. So they came through and I got to interview them and not me holding the mic, talking to them, but I got to light and shoot the interview with like Mm -hmm. a few cameras. And that was pretty cool. It's, it's fun to hang out with celebrities. I took a selfie with them. You know, I was like, Hey, I'm going to be that guy. Can you, can you come over here? And then I took a, picture with him it was pretty funny hmm. he was he was into it you know he faked it well he's like i'm fucking millionaire i don't care let's just do this you know? <laughs> fallout boy yeah. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i'm a fucking millionaire let's sing this <laughs> shit and go home no they're rock stars they they uh they gave it 100 percent. i uh saw i was behind uh in the back of the uh building like you know the uh, service hallways kind mm-hmm. of like in the mall and stuff they have those those big hallways terminator 2 where they get in the first fight <laughs> yeah yeah like, i know exactly like, what you're talking about yeah exactly uh and they came through after they got off stage and they were all like sweaty and they're fucking singing their dick off you know it was fun fun no uh, now I've, I've never been to a fallout boy show they're not exactly my favorite band in the world but um what, what are their shows like like well the crowd like the crowd is about a bunch of 14-year-old girls and boys that all shop at so Hot Topic. So mosh pits all over the place. Yeah, they all shop at Hot Topic. And one of the radio DJs called them out for that. He's like, so did you guys all go to Hot Topic together or separate or what? They all were like, boo. Yeah, that's that's a great way to pump up your crowd. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because it's a mixed crowd because it was uh, a tailgating party. Mm-hmm. And they're at the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. And they're showing the football game going up to deciding what teams go to the Super Bowl. So you got like your twenties to forties football fan there. And then the people all pressed up sitting on the, on the general admission area are the super fans of fallout boy waiting to be first up against the barrier for uh, the concert. Mm -hmm. So there's like a bunch of 14 year old kids right there or 14 year old kids with their terrified parents that are sitting next to them. And then you have like a bunch of drunk football fans right behind them all on high tops, you know? (laughs) So as soon as the football game was over, most of them got out. (laughs) That's kind of funny. A room divided for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I know that you're you're not exactly a big sports fan. I know very Um, little about sports. I mean, are you excited for the uh, the Super Bowl coming up? Yeah, I like I like the social event of the Super Bowl, but I don't even know who's playing, and I watch the game. to show me who Uh, is Patriots and Seahawks. Patriots go a lot to the Super Bowl. Uh, They do. They're they're a very good team. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, even I don't follow NFL that much. I'm a very casual fan of uh, sports in general. Uh, I tend to just you know follow my one team and uh, that's it. But mostly, I'm a, I'm a college football fan. But uh, the reason I like Super Bowl is just seeing all the commercials and seeing all the trailers. I am really excited to see. There's supposed to be a Jurassic World trailer for a new uh, one. Yeah, there's supposed yeah. to be some, some brand new footage for that. Um, they're teasing the yes. fact that there might be some other big movies which are going to be shown. Uh, that's really always been my favorite part about the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, of course, the the go to answer is I like the commercials if you don't really care about the game. Mm-hmm. And I do. Uh, a lot of the commercials this year are going up early on YouTube and you mm-hmm. can watch them. 
I've been avoiding them though. You have? I want to see them on Sunday. Yeah, that's funny. I, it it takes avoid. away the fun. Yeah, but know? the companies are like, fuck it, this is too good. Get it out now. No, I get guess they're, I guess they're just like, you know, we paid a lot for this. Yeah. We might do. as well get this shit out and let it go viral first. What do you think? I bet what do you think thirty seconds at the Super Bowl cost? Let's look that up. Oh God, how many million what does, does it cost just for a couple seconds at the damn Super Bowl? Um but yeah, like I, I, I haven't wanted to look at any of that stuff. I'm really just wanting to see all the brand new movie trailers and all the teases that they're going to do. Um, supposedly, and this is big ass rumor, there's going to be a Superman, uh, Batman teaser of some sort. But that movie's so far off that I just don't see that happening. There was supposed to be a teaser with that new movie coming out called Jupiter As- Ascending, I think. It looks good. With uh, Mila Kunis. 30 <laughs> seconds of ad time for the Super Bowl. Uh, on this article that came out this year, cost four point five million. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds cost four point five million dollars just to run your ad. Everybody's gonna be watching. <laughs> Everyone will be watching. You know, I think that uh, that price has got to change soon, just because of all you know the fact that they're showing their commercials on YouTube and stuff and doing all that stuff early. They're sort of like taking well, away the, the thunder. The Super a little Bowl bit. doesn't care. Because they still get 4.5, whether five people watch it or That's everyone. true, I guess, as long as they get their money. They're like, fine. You got the 4.5? Okay, you're there. You're in. Do whatever. Release on YouTube first. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Check cleared, right? Right, Bobby? Okay, we're good. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby's in charge. <laughs> He's the accountant, mm. apparently. Yeah. Or in charge of checks of 4.5 million. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so advertising. Fucking the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. Is that this Sunday? When is it is. It's the Sunday. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Sunday. 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 Yeah. I don't care about the Pats and the Seahawks. Yeah. Pats and Seahawks. Let's see yeah. who can run the the pigskin across the field farther, faster, better. Someone didn't play football. Nope. I wrestled <laughs> in high school. That's all I did. That's all I did. That's I like combat sports way more than I like uh, I like one on one sports. Like I do kickboxing and. And uh, I've done some jujitsu and stuff like that. And we took beginners karate together. Yeah, we, we've been to that. we've been to some seminars. Yeah, seeing people get knocked out. Yeah, all that stuff, which is real. That stuff's real, like pressure points and stuff. It's serious. I don't know if I think it's real anymore. No, no, I don't know if I even think when we went to the seminar. I think the guys. Okay, Corey. Here's the thing: when you have a sensei, yeah, you don't want to disappoint your sensei. Yeah. And when your sensei says, and you've been listening to your sensei say and do and things and watch him do to other people. Um, it's a lot like being hypnotized because, uh, okay, let me, let me start the story over. I'm kind of jumping around. We are, I used to do this type of karate called small points, pressure point style, something. God, I'm forgetting the name. Mm. It doesn't matter. The grandmaster was some big fat old guy with a big red belt. And he wa- went around and he's like, oh, I know how to hit you in the hand and pop you on the chin and you'll just pass out. And so he grabbed people and then like whack them in the face and then they supposedly pass out. But what was really happening is uh, group think. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. or what is the term when everyone wants to believe? This is what hypnotism is. Everyone fantasizing together. And I'm not trying to be sexual when you say fantasy. Sometimes it goes that way. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. We're, but like when the guy's like, yeah, and now you're in a race car. Woo. And everyone's fantasizing together. You know, that's why hypnotism works. Because people are like, I'm going to let this guy control my brain. Technically, that's what hypnotism is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you go to these karate seminars, first of all, you paid money to be there. And you think this guy's a grandmaster of your style. So he's the baddest motherfucker there is in your style he's like the dude with the long the fu manchu beard you know <laughs> the asian kung fu movies Whoosh, 
Yeah, he's that guy. And when he's like, okay, I'm going to grab your wrist here, twist it, and then pop you here, and it'll knock you out. And he turns and tells everyone that. So you just kind of, yeah, it's going to knock me out before he hits you. And then you're like, Ugh. you know, I don't know what to say. It feels like some of that stuff. Because then I went from that style, and then I went to kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, punch this bag nonstop for like two minutes. And I couldn't do it. I was so out of shape. You know, I was like, but I know how to grab someone's wrist. And they're like, yeah, but like. Yeah, but when's that going to come up in a fight? Like, when a guy is throwing punches at you. When a dude is like, you, when, when you get out of the club with your girl that night and yeah. this drunk bastard comes running at you and wants to fight, you're not going to be like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me grab your wrist real quick yeah, and yeah. put you in this position because I'm about to whip your ass. No, that dude's going to deck you in the face. He's coming at you full speed. And he's going to steal your girl. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. No one's banging my bitches. <laughs> no. <laughs> But but yeah, the uh, the real thing is that uh, some of that stuff not saying doesn't work because there Mm -hmm. are some stuff that works Mm -hmm. and it's good to know the vulnerabilities of the human body and where to hit and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you also just got to know how to let's say you fight some dude and you get tired. You got to know how to fight when you're tired. You can't Mm -hmm. know with perfect performance. You got to get at that bag and be drilling that bag with hand combinations and learn how to fight a bag when you're tired. And then you'll be ready for a fight because fights are emotional, high things. They're not this perfect world in a little sanitized box with mats on the floor. Like fights are, I don't know. I've just seen a a lot of violence and people just aren't like it's you drowned in terror in a real fight. If you haven't practiced fighting, fighting, you know, you're not in the middle of some big secluded field where Goku and Vegeta are about (laughs) to throw down in this really well choreographed You're standing on cement in front of a club and some drunk dudes coming at you and you better not misstep because or else your face is going to bounce off concrete. Yeah, you know? And what's even worse is if he's got like six friends who want to join in and fucking jump your ass. And then when you're knocked out, they don't stop. No, they start stomping on your face. Yeah. You know, good luck. Real fighting is scary. Mm-hmm. And so karate and stuff is cool to build your confidence and your discipline and get a black belt around your waist and feel like a badass. Um, but there's just differences about fighting that I feel like. Cool. But if you're, I think if you're studying martial arts, you shouldn't want to want to get in a fight. And you you're know? also studying a certain discipline. And guess what? There are a lot of disciplines out there, and every discipline has its pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. That one's really good with small joint manipulation and knowing how to handle situations if someone has something in their hand or they're coming at you. But it doesn't teach you like boxing or like kickboxing or, you know, it's all different things. It is really good for parlor tricks, though. Yeah, like I remember you with a wiping hand thing. I was about to say, yeah, dude, that works on everyone still, and it's hilarious. I don't know why it. They works. think you're like a freaking Jedi when they sh- when you show them that shit. It's I hilarious. Know. I don't know what it is. There's something about it, but yeah, it's like those magic wrists or those magic bracelets with the magnets that everyone said help their balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you believe it'll help your balance, so it will help your balance. Mm-hmm. Like the placebo effect is real. Mm-hmm. So, but it also needs to be reinforced all the time. That's what they say about the placebo. It'll work for a while, but if it's not like reinforced constantly, mm-hmm. it'll fade. That being said, I still think martial arts are important. I think they're uh, they're good exercise for people. Good exercise, and you they know? teach you discipline. Exactly. Just because you're Focus not the, your mind. Just because you're not the most baddest motherfucker on the block doesn't mean that you didn't learn a lot from martial arts. Mm-hmm. Like I learned a lot, and it was a great activity, and I. I got to learn like I'm a cameraman now. I feel like I'm a better cameraman because I learned and know how to move with my body better because a better uh, uh, sense of balance. Yeah. Sense of balance or athleticism Mm -hmm. because of uh, uh, karate. So it it serves its purpose. I'm just saying like, don't do Taekwondo or don't do any of these styles that are in some ways limited that don't teach you any groundwork or anything like that. And think you're the baddest motherfucker on the block. Yeah, don't expect to be, you know, an immediate badass. You're not going to get in there and learn how to use the Rasen gun on day one. <laughs> hey, that's not how it works, bro. <laughs> exactly. It's not how it works. Fighting doesn't solve shit. 
Uh, uh, speaking of Naruto, um, I just want to talk about this a little because we haven't been very vocal about it. Um, that new movie, which is coming out. Uh, which one? The there last Naruto the movie. The okay. one that's about to be released in okay. US theaters. Yep. Um, I'm still holding hope that there is a possibility it'll come to Atlanta, Georgia, because they announced a lot of the cities that it's uh, going to be at. And if you go to their, uh, their uh, website and go to their Facebook page, you can demand it. I do it like once a day. I can demand it. And I just – I want to see that movie. OK. So tell us people where they go to do that. Give them um, some instructions. You can go to uh, Eleven Arts, which okay. is their website, which uh, Eleven Arts shows a lot of foreign films. That's like their whole thing is they get foreign films. They bring them to uh, U.S. theaters. Spell it. Uh, I'm not going to spell it for them. It's no. Eleven Arts. Dot com? Dot com. I'm just saying make sure they know how to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> – OK. <coughs> say, it, say it backwards. How about that? OK. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, they, they have the ability for you to demand it in your city, uh-huh. which is something that I've been doing every day now. So there is still the small possibility that it could be released in other cities. So make sure and check out that website, demand it for your city so that you can see it. Um, cause we still got about another month before it comes out roughly. I like took off work to make sure I could see that movie. Yeah. Like, it didn't exactly. Come out. Like the day that happened, I'm like, Oh, I need the 20th off. I got to have that day off. It's, it's the Naruto movie. It's a big <laughs> deal. And, uh, I'm still holding uh, out hope that it could be released here, but, uh, you know, I'm, it, it's the one piece of new Naruto material aside from like the finale of the anime series that I really want to see. Uh, cause you know, we're in the middle of a filler arc right now. And it's just okay at best right now. Um, it's okay. You know, and, and by it's the okay. time it's done, there's only so much anime that's going to be left. So this is like the next big Naruto thing, aside from the new Boruto movie, which is coming out this year. That's good. That's the last hope for Naruto. Mm-hmm. That's when they... I don't know how I feel about that character. I mean, it, we I haven't really haven't seen I, enough of him. I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he's interesting. I don't know if he's just a Naruto clone and they're just like, remember Naruto was little. They did that in DBZ. They mm-hmm. tried that heavily mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't really appreciate it. It was never the strongest stuff about that. So um, as long as he's his own character or he may just be a spoiled asshole, spoiled mm-hmm. rich kid and no one mm-hmm. likes him. That's I mean, it's, it's weird. We're still living in the wake of the end of Naruto. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that it's over. You I know, keep forgetting. I'm, I still keep, I'm like, wow, that actually happened months ago. That is this crazy. This is blowing my mind. And yet, everything's fine. World keeps on spinning. New Dragon Ball Z movie. Tons of badass new anime series have started. I'm totally getting over it. But I still miss the series. I'm not going to lie. I miss reading those chapters every week. It was something to do on uh, Thursday, that's for sure. Or mm-hmm. Wednesday. I mean, Bleach and One Piece is still really great, though. One Piece is really starting to grow on me. Because mm-hmm. I never read the manga before. Now I'm really starting to dig it a lot. It's very good, you know. And they've had so many frequent breaks lately that just it builds that anticipation. It absolutely seems like it's going to be a. This arc is great. I'm mm-hmm. I'm totally in love with this arc. I, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the big fights play out. Actually, I can't wait to see what happens next. Like after this arc, mm-hmm. who, who, who knows, knows yeah. where it's going to go? Yeah, because there's so many directions, and it, it all depends on like all how this arc finishes too. Sabo and Luffy have to get plastered at the end of this arc. You think together. so? Like to. the big celebration in yes. Dressrosa? Yes, that has to go down. Mm. He'd be like, "Yo, why didn't you tell me you were around, you asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be—I don't know. In some ways, I kind of don't want them to reunite for a while. Really? Um, I think this this first initial like meeting each other after a long period is like just like an appetizer. There's a lot of touch and go like in One Piece. Mm-hmm. Just think of Smoker and Luffy. There's a lot of touching. Like they just meet up and go do their own thing, and then they, you know, there's a lot of that. Uh, so who knows? That's actually interesting. Mm. I think they should hang out and talk. 
Even though Luffy doesn't care about that. He just cares he's around. Mm -hmm. That's all he really cares about. He isn't like, give me your flashbacks right now. <laughs> you know? I mean, they're going to have to get into the entire Sabo surviving and then joining the revolution. That's probably going to lead but into dragon be, stuff. Yeah, that's going to be like later on, I think. But honestly, whatever happens at the end of Dressrosa will like determine where like the next arc is going to go. Like I just it, after Doflamingo, it's like you got to do the emperors. Yes. You know, they're the real the next big thing, because I mean, we've pretty much seen all the warlords. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we haven't really seen. Mihawk do much aside from just stand around, be badass, and train Zoro off screen. Um, but for the most part, like that's really it. That's it for them. It's time to bring out the big boys. Yeah, and Mihawk isn't really actually a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad. Guy. I don't think he's a bad guy either per se. He's just a strong dude you know, doing his just, thing. He he works for the government. He's got to do his thing. Yeah, you know. But he's also a pirate as well. Are so <laughs> no one says exactly. That. No one says that in One Piece ever, ever, ever. You think there would be more of that stereotypical piratey stuff in there? One second. Just want to check the time. Mm. Checking the time. 104. Oh, wow. Okay, you guys. I think we're going to wrap this up. This was a, a little over an hour at mm -hmm. this point. And, uh, or right at an hour. I don't know. We might have started the cameras a little early. But thank you so much for watching. Uh, I'm Christian. That's Corey. And we are Super Comic Guru 9000. If you want to support our channel... Please make sure and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube and also rate and comment on iTunes once we get that up. So that is it for you guys. This has been episode two of the Powerful Nerdcast. And again, uh, I'm Christian and that is Corey. Anything you want to leave them with, Corey, before we head out? Um, thank you guys for watching and stay tuned for epi uh, episode three. Uh, we'll probably have it a little more structured next time. And uh, like I said, we're still going to work on that whole iTunes situation. Absolutely. Okay, guys, until next time, Super Comic Guru 9000. Whoops. That's not, this is, that's not what we are right now. We're powerful nerdcasts. I'm jumping ahead. Okay. Super Comic Guru 9000. We're the powerful nerdcast. Till next time, guys. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.